It's time to feel the rage. Welcome to Film Rage, where we talk movies in theaters, streaming, and classic films as well. Directors and actors beware as you cannot hide from the rage. My name is Bryce and I'm part of the Film Rage crew, which also includes Jim. Hey there, Jim. Hey, hey. And the man who is as charming as the day is long. It's Merman. Well, thank you. Hey, you Murray. Charm the pants off anyone. So, with the introductions out of the way, let's rage on. Well, well, well. Thanks to all who've been supporting us. If you love our independent podcast, please support us and join the growing Film Rage community by joining our membership at buymeacoffee.com forward slash Film Rage YYC. All members get special episodes and content only for members and all members that sign up will get a special limited edition Film Rage merch item. If you cannot support us by buying a membership, you can still buy us a terrible movie and dare us to see it. Shout outs to our listeners from all over the world, but I just need to say our U.S. listeners are kicking the Canadians' ass for the month of October. Apparently, people from the U.S. love Calgary International Film Fest. Apparently. As they should. As they should. It's a good time. Movies are back at Canyon Meadow Cinemas. We are open for your viewing pleasure with great new films opening weekly. All health-regulated protocols are in effect for a safe and enjoyable experience. And don't forget, we should be your first choice for your next birthday party or special event. Can't make it to the cinema? We got you covered. Order concessions from our online store, and you can either choose curbside pickup or get them delivered via Skip the Dishes, Uber Eats, or DoorDash. For more details, go to canyonmeadowscinemas.ca. Here at CMC, we would like to thank you for your continued support, and we are looking forward to seeing you at the movies. Yeah, so we didn't... We could have streamed, but we could also have seen it in the cinemas. Well, one of us So streamed. we have a, a bit of a dichotomy here. One of us streamed it. Oh, it's a stream. It's a stream. Is it a stream? Voila! Okay, it's a stream then. Let's dance. Streaming. We've been streaming. And we've been streaming. And we've been doing what? We've been streaming, Jim. Ethan Murray was streaming on the weekend. Streaming. So the confusion was that this film was also released in major release, but at the same time was also released on Netflix. Week apart. Week apart, though, because we were busy. We were. Lots and lots and lots and lots and lots and lots and lots of movies. Had we not been so busy, we probably would have seen it in the theater. Yes, we would have. As it stands, we just didn't have time. No time. had to squeeze it in somewhere, but we we did. Yeah, we sure did. Oh, yeah, did I ever watch? I watched the shit out of this movie. Did Murray watch it? Yes, I did. Wow, everybody watched it. It's kind of exciting. It's the most exciting thing we're going to talk about today, I bet. You think so? Maybe. Uh, Maybe. All right. Well, the movie is called... 
in case you're wondering. Are they wondering? I don't, at but, this point, they've probably shut us off. <laughs> I like. I yeah. would have. I would have. Yeah. yeah. Perhaps this episode isn't for me. Click. <laughs> at any rate, uh, we streamed it on Netflix. That's true. We did. It's called The Guilty. This is director Antoine Fuqua and writer Nick Pizzolato. Nice. <laughs> Uh, it's their take on the Danish film, Don Skildige. Nice. Is it Don or Don? Don? Den, Den, Den that sounds better. From 2018. From what I understand, they did not change much uh, other than the setting than setting it in L.A. Uh, during the wildfires that ravaged the area. It is a film that rests firmly on the shoulders of Jake Gyllenhaal. His portrayal of a man on the edge as his life crumbles around him is handled with an intensity that has become a bit of a Jake Gyllenhaal trademark. Mm-hmm. There are extraordinary ste- uh, extended sequences within this film that cause you to feel the high stakes that permeate this well-written script. All the supporting actors are superb, including the actors who do the voices that are heard during the 911 calls. Tense and satisfying thriller with a standout performance from Hall makes this film a high meh. Okay then. <laughs> Selling it hard. Murray, what'd you think? Ditto. <laughs> <laughs> Boom, baby. No. Okay, um, I'm not really a big Jake Gyllenhaal fan. What? Um, the Jakester? Although I will have to say this. You're film, a Maggie fan, aren't you? Neither one. Oh, okay. Uh, this right. one does feature what seems to be a trademark with him is he's disturbed, you know, on the edge, bizarre, you know. It's funny how you said that char- as well as char- Characters that just, like the... The one where he was the the, the reporter night uh, Nightcrawler, Nightcrawler, yeah. which same was awesome. Kind of, same kind of thing. I love like, that movie. I wish we could have watched that again. He just plays weird. I'm gonna watch it again because like, Riz Ahmed's in like it. Apparently, the most normal he was was in the last Spider-Man movie, and it sucked. Like he's better, I guess, when he's weird. I don't know. Mm, well, yeah. No, he. It was a good performance. Um, uh, hey. It was. He was tremendous. Slightly in Brokeback predictable. Mountain. I mean. Anybody, anybody who watches any kind of television show is like pretty much the prod of any of those crime dramas they have. There's like eight, eight different of them that all have 911, FBI, rescue, whatever, right? I mean, mm-hmm. Jennifer Love Hewitt isn't one of them. <coughs> uh, but yeah, no, it was a good story. Uh, well put together. It was pretty tense. Um, yeah, I would give it a high man. That's oh. too high, Maz. It's too high, Maz. Huh. And very too seldom, high, Maz, huh? Yeah. And very seldomly seen. I agree with Bryce. That there you go. This is like, and every almost every you should, your ditto was almost bang yeah. on. I should just said ditto, but you did say it, and then you kept going. So I'm <laughs> happy. It wouldn't be a podcast if I just said ditto all the time. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, sometimes not. I do, and then I don't say anything else. But that's because we don't really care what he says after ditto. True. So Jake Gyllenhaal is, in my opinion, always awesome. I just ha- have to put that out there. So, uh, in this, he's so wound up tight, he's making diamonds over here. Mm-hmm. Psycho. Yeah. Apparently, though, he's lost his motherfucking mind. Oh, yeah. Who knew being a 911 operator could cause so much stress? That looks wow. like a but, horrible job. But this film has so much tension, almost from moment one, 
and it's basically just one man tripping balls uh, and trying to save a life. It was a few good turns, but the premise got super old after a while. Plus, I'm going to disagree with Bryce. The female abductee's voice was really? annoying through the entire film. No. I just was going like, oh, please someone gag her no. in the back of the truck because no. her voice was annoying to me. It's also a bit strange that as he's coming apart at the seams, that nobody's really checking up on Saying him. Saying anything. About no. It's just like he's collapsing and all these things are happening and people are just allowing. when They, they already know that this guy is actually going to court the next day. Like, who in their right mind is going to put this guy on the 911 call and then not follow up with him? They showed in it, they showed his boss yeah, no. or somebody was she, checking she in. Was checking and then, it, no, it was she not. She was checking no. up on him the whole time. Yeah, yeah but that, she, did, she that, didn't... That was his boss No, so there. then he goes and he starts using his personal phone in the other room and no one's... Like it she just, called him on that as well. She didn't. It wasn't. She was. She just went blah blah blah, and then he just kept doing what he was doing. Like it was nothing. Like holding him accountable for anything. And the people that she's talking to on the phone, it just seemed. I was not loving it. I kind of want to see the Danish film. Is what I want to see and see if it was actually much better than this. Um, so I have a kind of a bit mixed views because I can see something like this happening, but in my opinion, I didn't feel that a lot of what happened would be allowed to transpire the way it did. Jake was great. The film was not high meh. It was just plain meh. No surprising that this wasn't great because it's a remake of a Danish film. There you go. And I'm sure the Danish film might have made Mondo. Maybe. Don't know. Haven't seen it. And now I want to see it. So do I. Dine... Skulditch? Sure. Skulditch? Sure. Our, our, our token uh, apparently, Scandinavian. Apparently it translates into the guilty anyways. It's like they didn't know. Den the is the, same. and Skulditch is guilty. Is guilty. Yeah. So and if you have any Danish listeners, please let us know. And we apologize. Well, we're not apologizing. For screwing it up. My I I Danish isn't where it should for be. nothing. Yeah, exactly. You are cold and heartless. But that's I, that's people know that about me. It's who I am. All right. So that was a. It was. It was, it was a meh. Okay, so we finally got to see Venom. Let there be carnage. And Eddie Brock is back, doing his thing. Right? What? <laughs> I have no clue what Bryce is doing he, to me right what? now. Bryce is like doing a pantomime over here. He's just dancing. Oh, okay. Oh, then. gotcha. Okay. I get it. Now. I know what he's saying. He's saying he's got his his he's page is full to, of notes. Nothing to say. There was so was much going on in this film that we saw, which basically Eddie's back, baby. Eddie's back. And I don't mean Van Halen. No, that would be an accomplishment. Yes, it would. Uh, the chemistry of Tom and Venom is truly enjoyable to watch. Woody, in my opinion, also does a great job as a villain. I really loved that with the first movie, they created this fantastically evil anti-hero that we all fell in love with. And in this one, they created an anti-anti-hero. The fact that you feel sorry for the villains 
because their keepers are super dicks like the doctors and the cops who are torturous ash bags uh so when they are killed by the evil real villains it's kind of like you don't really feel too bad it's like oh yeah well they were dicks anyway so you know the real super evil guy so i don't i'm i was kind of confused by the fact that i'm kind of like okay so should i not be feeling bad that they killed a cop and a doctor but i don't because they were assholes but then they were assholes to bad guys it was like kind of messing with my mind a little bit i don't know mm. don't you think i mean it was, it was obviously intentional we were supposed to like is it is everybody just a douchebag and an ass bag in this movie i kind of uh, yeah pretty much Okay, just so I got that straight. Um, I was truly, absolutely loving this film up until about one-third of it in. And then, voila, superhero-itis creeps in. And I'm like, what the fuck? F followed by CGI battles, although, which was probably some of the best CGI I've ever seen, to be quite honest. But it's just, it's just too much by the time you get to the end. Um... And it was also predictable and expected. I just want to see a superhero film that stays dark and not so predictable. Is that too much to ask? Uh, I think it is. Is it too much to have people die like they would probably in real life? Well, there, there is a problem with your logic, Jim. What's that? Disney now owns this property. Oh, right. Murray, which comes to my next point. Sequel, sequel sequel i love tommy and woody i really loved venom but overall it's a superhero movie and maybe just maybe i think i'm kind of done with superhero movies i just find the I plots made, I, made are, this, I made this point a long time ago yeah well, it's just like the same plot it's I, like i would say maybe just wash marvel movie wash rinse repeat but this is a little bit different i mean it's it's this whole we've talked about this a little bit too is anti-heroes that are now heroes which you know they're kind of fun but you know it's like a wash rinse repeat it's like as you come out of the movie you're i was expecting to I don't know what I was expecting, but what what I what I got was, okay, there's a good guy and a bad guy ish. Then they introduce backstories, then they have to fight, somebody loses, and then the movie ends. And it's the same thing in every, every single movie. fucking movie. It's yep. piss, starting it to piss me off. It is. So I'm hoping that uh, Tom's next film doesn't follow the same pattern, or the god of acting may have to step down off his doubted altar and spend time with us in Meville. Yep. It's undoubted. Yes, sorry. But if he does, he could be on his way to doubted. I don't think that. You're not raging. Well, it's a meh. If he gets another meh, he's gone. He's off. Yeah, but he's not doubted. I know, but he's he's on his way. You're making like no sense to I'm just tired of this plot. <laughs> it's just bugging me. Yeah. And it bothers me that he's now in it. There's just too much superhero movies going on. Venom, there will be, or no, let there be carnage. I don't even remember the name of just it. Just some kind of it carnage. It just melts into everything else. Mm -hmm. Tom Hardy was fine in it. It was funny for a while. Mm -hmm. Did I really want it to be that funny? Maybe. Maybe we want it to be funny through the whole thing. Mm -hmm. Maybe we want it to be dark through the whole thing. Maybe we want both. Yeah. We could have both. Yeah, we could have funny and dark. But then it just morphed into every other superhero movie where we get a bunch of convoluted CGI stuff just rolling on top of each other. 
just I don't I don't even know who's who, who's Venom, who's Carnage. They, they were they red and look, black. They you could the tell. Same right. to me. I don't know what's going on. I was like watching a Transformers movie. <laughs> I, they were I in also, a church. I didn't know. I don't know who the Decepticons are and who the other the, other ones the other are. Cons? The other cons. The go bots. The, the go jo- jo- go bots. Who's the, that, who are the go bots and who are the is Decepticons? That, is that part of the Dino bots? I don't know. Oh, Dinobots. That was it is. Yeah. So yeah, the performances were fine. Too much CGI. You just. I just I'm all CGI'd out. I'm all superheroed out. Bring back a superhero movie that that has some heart. Yeah. Just you know, br- give me Logan. Yes. Give me something. Give with me some, Logan with nonstop. Some depth to it. Yes. Where these uh, these tremendous actors have yes. something to work with. Yes. Let's just watch Logan let's, again. Let's write a script. Let's not just have stupid special effects with. Red and black monsters rolling on top of each other. I don't know what's going on. Chaos flying out of there and carnage. That's crazy. Yeah, I agree. So it was Matt. Yeah, considering his page was blank, he sure had a lot to say. He does. He always has something to say. Uh, Just wind him up, and away he goes. So is it a man? I'm sorry. Did you say man? I said man. Do you want to? Can you just say it one more time? It's man. It's it's kind of man. All right, Mer. What'd you think of? Well, there may be carnage. Slightly more appreciative of superhero movies than you two are. Okay, tell and us I re- why. I really enjoyed the first one. Yes, uh, it was Mondo. I, I, I am very black and white. You know, good guys, bad guys, happy ending. I'm all for that stuff. Yeah, who doesn't love a happy ending? Exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really enjoyed the first one. The first I, one as awesome. did I. Uh, this one, which was incidentally was written, produced, and starring Tom Hardy. Yeah, he, he, had he got has a writing all those. On cr- it, yeah, yeah, he wrote it and he produced it. But did you see who directed and it? it was directed the king of and, CGI, and Andy Circus, <laughs> who was like that, like the thing. From, He's the king. Uh, Lord He's of the, the CGI guy. He's the CGI so, guy. Yeah, uh, not really a good effort for them on their first time doing that. But uh, yeah, let there be carnage, but there wasn't any. Yeah, and considering these are two basically evil alien symbiotes who have to eat human brains to survive, there was zero drops of blood. Yeah, okay, what's up with that? Thanks, Murray. None. There was no blood. Especially well, the thing when... was that not only did they not eat, you know, the brains, but even the, the stuff that was supposed to be substitutes for the, you know... Chickens? Like, yeah, that never <laughs> happened either. I didn't see one. He had pet chickens. We didn't chickens. even see him eat the chocolate. Because no, chocolate... and chocolate they, 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 they were Well, okay, they can, we, chocolate. can we talk about the fact that Sonny and Cher was probably the best thing in this movie? That wasn't quite They fun. were good. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that was the first thing. It's like, considering these are the most violent characters yeah. in the Marvel Universe, yeah. there was... Like other than them fighting each other in a CGI battle, there was no blood. Murray, I'm loving where you're going with um, this. This is building to a huge. Pr- no, uh, uh, the other problem I have, as a comic book fan and geek, as it were, he is a super geek. Venom, if you remember from the crappy Spider-Man Three, yes, is an alien symbiote. Yes, it crashes to Earth and yes. attaches itself to a person. Yes, Topher Grace. Yeah, to be Carnage exact. is also one of those. Oh, so he just a didn't come out of Venom. A alien symbiote who also attaches itself to the same character. Uh, the serial killer of the character is the same. Yes, yes. But, yeah, basically, to give away a spoiler, basically, he bites him. He bites Eddie Brock, and that turns him into yeah, a freaking symbiote. Okay, that's a good like point, a vampire. Murray. Wow, that didn't do it. It was that combined with the lethal injection. 
I guess that, oh, that woke it up. But, that's but the fact of the matter is, that sparked the chemical he got reaction. In his blood. That's to turn him red. Turns you into all it took to red and to make him twice as strong as Venom. Yeah, it's the same. Host, okay, okay. Back anyway, to your point, okay, though. So he doesn't eat any brains as he's coming out of prison no. either. Like you'd think. He can't be that strong. Um, yeah, he maybe did that kill, juiced up. He killed somebody. He killed a bunch of people, but he wasn't no, sucking he, their he brains bit, out. He bit somebody's head off. I can't remember who it was. But we didn't see any gush. No, there was no blood. But yeah, so I mean, that was the big problem they had with it. And yeah, CGI battle as superhero battles go, I prefer them to actually do stunts. Yes. I mean, granted, with superpowers, it's kind of hard. Like Superman can't actually fly unless what? he's what? got unless he's got like ropes. But I mean, yeah, like ropes the actual are... like. Fisticuffs, you should be able to choreograph that without having to resort to CGI. Except for they're kind of made of goo. Yeah, they're made of goo. But yeah, yeah I mean, Woody Harrelson, as always, spectacular. Cause he's, he's, got, he's awesome. He brings everything to any role he does. He was creepy. And yeah, Tom Hardy and his Venom half were good too. There was a few good characters in he's there. A, he's a um, god of film. Yeah, I really wanted to like this. And yeah, it doesn't even get a high man. It's like a low to mid. It's like... <sighs> Uh, this Whatever. is another film. You, what is happening today? That's a trifecta of meh. I must be having an off day or something. No, I think he just. <laughs> but yeah, calls how, as you how long it. I waited for this movie to come out because it got postponed about three times. Yeah, can see why. Uh, yeah, disappointing. I mean, it's it's good for the kids, I guess. Is it? But yeah, I if you want dark, watch Packed DC. Full of vitamins. Yeah, watch watch DC if you want dark. Hit us. Sweet, sweet, sweet man. All right, where the hell are we? We're gonna go. We're gonna just break down our tops from Sif. Oh, hey, well, just uh, give me a second here. Yeah, I lost my music now. Oh, all right. Well, you know what? Perhaps we'll just need to just remind everybody who's listening, because we have a, apparently a significant number of our friends from the U.S. who've been listening. So we want to thank you, by the way. And know that a lot of the films that we got to see at Calgary International Film Fest or SIF Calgary, which you can find at sifcalgary.ca, which I seem to always get wrong. But um, go check out the lineup because some of these films are going to continue to roll forward. The um, Some of the bigger ones I've seen have got released. Yeah, some of them like Titan has been released and we've seen some of the other ones. Yeah, some of the other ones are coming out this and fall. And didn't Lamb play at the festival too and now it's coming no. out? No, okay. So Lamb where did we, anyway. Um, but no. uh, where, where did I see Lamb from before? Anyway, long story short, there's a festival circuit. So, so it starts at the beginning of the year and it kind of rolls all the way through, through all the big festivals across the uh, world. And so we're kind of in that September time frame. So, you know, you guys will still get to see these. So if you're listening to us, go back and listen to our SIF episodes because in the SIF episodes, you're going to see films that haven't been released. And so you can get to know if you should see them before they actually come out. And on that note, our SIF music is now playing. Let's talk SIF. All right. We're going to talk about our top five and some runner-ups because there were so many good films this year. This is probably the best festival we've had in a long time. I I guess I'm speaking for everybody. Sure. Bryce says yes. Mm, yeah. Good. I think I remember it. You remember it? Well, he didn't see a lot. So, so Bryce, tell us your top five and your... And your three runner-ups. Uh, let's start with my three runner-ups. All right. 
probably two of my three runner-ups. I'm going to guess that you're going to have in your top five. Oh, never know. Maybe. Uh, I know for a fact that Flea will be in your top five, but it is one <laughs> of my runner-ups. Okay. Uh, it was uh, it was very, very good. Uh, what are you, psychic or something? Yeah, I, I am. Well, the fact that you came out of that movie like with tears running down your face was an indicator <laughs> that the movie may have affected you just a little bit. <laughs> yeah, a lot. So, yeah. so And Flea, it wasn't just when I came out of the cinema. I couldn't function for an hour later. Flea, Flea by the way, is getting limited release. Uh, they, have, they have a date for it. I, I think nice. it's like middle of November or something. Yep. Um, so keep an eye out for it. If it comes to your local cinema, it is worth seeing. And it's it's got the challenger for God of Film in it, Riz Ahmed. Yes, he is he's, a, he's, he's a producer. Yes, he is. Uh, Titan is also in my honorable mentions. Nice. Uh, you know, we, we talked ad nauseum about it. I think we talked for it because there's so much to talk about with that movie. It is. <laughs> it's, it's just so, so much that you could make it's, it into your top it's five. It's crazy. It's the crazy. Um, yeah, where else are you going to have a lady have make love to a car and then and have its baby? Have a car baby and be a serial killer at the same time. That's so good. Uh, and then uh, the most... Uh, I'm going to flip a coin here because I'm only allowed to do three. I'm going to go with Hit the Road. Oh, okay uh, then. The kid in it was so good. The, the film had a, so much to say without, you know, shoving it down your throat. Um, just a, a nice, nice little road trip movie that, uh, that, uh, you know, was, was, it was good. It was, a, it was the first movie we saw from the festival. It was the first movie we went to live mm -hmm. and in the theater and it was, uh, got the festival off to a tremendous start. Loved hit the road. Yeah. And it stayed, stays with you it does. right from the first film. It was like, yeah. and you start reminiscing, you're like, okay, I yeah. can still remember how fantastic that film was. Absolutely. So my top five. Five number five. Five best of the fest. Uh, number five would be Raise the Bar, an okay. Icelandic documentary. Um, it was about uh, this uh, this girl's basketball team. Yeah. And it is a tremendous watch. And if you get a chance to watch Raise the Bar, just watch it. Don't even think about it. Just watch it. Uh, number four. Pew. Doug Doug. Oh, Doug Doug. Dig Doug. <laughs> Dougie Doug. So Doug Doug, the Dougie first, Dougie Doug. the first of two Indian films on my top five. No, uh, this this is a gem from India. It is crazy. It is funny. It is, it's a feast for the eyes. It is not to be missed. Love Doug Doug. Uh, number four. Oh, that's that was number four. Number three. <laughs> <laughs> Another film from India. What? Last film show. Nice. Uh, another portrait of a family in, in India. Um, you could just, you could just, every character in it I cared about. Um, there was, there was growth in a lot of them. It was just, it was just a tremendous little film. A little, kind of a coming of age film, I guess, in, in some respects. Mm -hmm. uh, number two. <laughs> feeling this might be your number one let's mm, see if i'm right you're wrong already but go on unless please your number one then this would, might you? be your number two so you're probably going to pick one of the ones that i actually raged on aren't you no okay 
Drive My Car. Oh. It's wow. your number two. That's my number two. It's definitely not number two. I think you, it's number two. It is my. It is the the number two best movie of the festival. Okie dokie. According to the person that matters in this room, um, drive Which my is car me, from by J- the way from Japan. Um, just so much, so much to say about this movie. Uh, go back and listen to our review because we just gushed about it. Yeah. And I have a feeling uh, you're going to be talking about it again. I guarantee this is on your top five guarantee it um just the sequences with the with the play and the the you know the the sign language and the 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 korean and the the mandarin and every every all the languages coming together in in one uh, artistic expression was just tremendous Uh, i love love that movie which how could there be anything better than that movie uh apparently there isn't there but there is jim no i think the one you're gonna pick is your number one doesn't doesn't even make my list above rage but go on please tell us a co-production between colombia oh yes france okay germany okay and thailand oh my yeah no okay (laughs) (laughs) it stars one of our favorite actresses yeah she's actually mesmerizing she sure is (laughs) tilda swinton Ugh. And the name of the movie... How did I know that? Yes. ...is Memoria. Yes, it is. Yes, it, it is. is. You can just say... I could... I oh wish that this... God. I can't believe this... They should have made this movie longer. I just wish it was longer because I was sitting there just letting it wash over me. It mm-hmm. said that it was 136 minutes in the... Th- I don't think it was, though. I felt think like was, 372 oh, minutes. It was... minutes. I think... It was... Probably the best movie that I've seen this year. So in your far. life? Probably. Not in my life. Not in my life. But it's definitely up there. Yeah. I absolutely adored this movie. There is nothing that you could possibly change in it that would make it any better or any worse. Well, I'm, 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 now I'm babbling. Yeah, you're having a little said, babbling. Having you're, said that. You're visiting. Was Babylon also a co-production in this? Uh, no. Because you're definitely visiting Babylon right now. Yes, but Memoria is the best film of the 2021 calgary international film last of all all right okay murray now murray doesn't have a top I'm not a murray doesn't have a top like, i hated that film so much and i always saw the first half hour. yeah and i also hated it so it was much. so if there was unbelievably if we we're gonna good. make a rage list it would make the, the second only, from the top of the my rage list. Hated, the only one i hated more was the one from last year What's that? Last first man. Oh, that was, oh from, that was from Tough. That was another till. No, that was Sif. Was that Sif as was well? Was that your number one movie last year? I think so. It might have been two. It was yeah, number one see, there apparently Tilda Swinton he, he just, just has to make Swinton, anything apparently. and Bryce will love it. She so. just read that's the phone not, book. That's not true. Okay. So, Marie, tell us, you didn't have any runners up. You just had a top four. I had no free time. I worked a lot of long nights. You did. Making sure that you guys could get to see your movies. Thank God you Including do. that three-hour one that you guys love yes, so much. Yes, Drive My Car. Which I was present for. Yes. Uh, yeah, so I got to see 10 films, which was about half of what I'd normally see in a festival. Yes, it is. Uh, just because I didn't really request to have evenings off, so I got to work every night. It's because you need the money for Vegas, yeah, baby. could have worked days. They had day shifts, but yeah, whatever. Vegas. So yeah, I have four. All right, let's have um, number four. Number, well, third in reverse order, I guess. Well, go start. Just reverse your reverse order. Well, then four is Aha! The Movie. All right. Documentary about Norway's biggest musical group, Mm -hmm. Yatuk. 
Skull. That's Norwegian. But aren't they from Iceland? No, they're from Norway. Or yeah, Sweden? They're from, Nor- they're from Norway. Oh, Thank you, you very much. Yeah, Murray they, would they, know. That's that band that had that one hit, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, as far as don't you're maybe, concerned, but the rest, the table but like. the rest of the world knows they have like multiple exactly. albums that are all fantastic. And the rest of the world is going to hate Memorial. What they had an album other than Hunting High and Low? Yes, I thought that did. was their only album. Yeah, well, that's because you don't go around the world like everybody else. That's right. I when have you, been, I have been to Norway. Thank you. Very that's right. Much. When he flew to Norway, the music was Aha all was Aha. Being played. That's on right. The, on the as you come off the tarmac, Aha is playing. All mm. all twenty albums. It was that's playing right. on the nine-hour uh, flight. Exactly. I don't know. Anyway. All right, number four. I really enjoy it. No, number three is another Norwegian movie, Ninja Baby. Oh, I thought that was going to be your number one. No. Oh. Uh, it, I likened it to uh, Juno. Yes. Uh, Norwegian Juno, except the main character is an irresponsible adult instead of a teenager. Right. Doesn't even know she's pregnant until it's too late to get an abortion. Entered a love triangle between the dumbass biological father and a sweet but nerdy martial arts teacher. Sounds cool. Mondo. Ninja baby. Ninja baby. And number two is one that I did see with you guys. The Sadness. The Sadness. Wow. Considering I don't like sweet. horror movies that much, this one was epic. It was delicious. Plenty of blood, guts, gore, and snappy lines. Nice. First horror movie I've enjoyed since Train to Busan. Isn't that interesting? Thank you, Rob Jabaz. Yes, Rob, we love you. Number one, Power of the Dog. Say what? Oh, that's didn't, right. Didn't get to I see it. saw the festival's closing night film. Nice. It had Benedict Cumberbund in it. Of course, it I had did. the Cumberbund. He was nice. outstanding, creepy, and oftentimes cruel, oh. but with a surprising tenderness. His character is so unnerving that you never know what when he'll snap. Wait, so can I ask you a question? Yeah. So he's cruel and tender? Is it a well, S&M he's, movie? He's, he's mean to people, but he also reveals a tender side to him during the oh, film. Oh, so he's not, it's not he's a bondage He's not 100% film. evil. He's just not a nice person. Gotcha. Uh, the bond between him and Cody Smith McPhee was truly special to watch. Nice. Um, Kirsten Dunst and Jesse Plamens were adequate. But hardly the focus of the film. Uh, fun fact, since they filmed Fargo Season 2 in Calgary, yes. they have apparently shacked up and are a thing now. Oh my, Calgary's a city of this love. This shows on screen as they appear to have no chemistry. What? But I digress. They're easily the best film uh, of SIF for me. For those waiting to want to check it out, it comes to theaters November 17th. And Netflix, who produced it on December the 1st. Oh, nice. So we'll get to check and it there out. there is all kinds of Oscar buzz about it. Sweet. So that's what I got. I love me the Cumberbunds. Cumberbunds rules. All right. Uh, my three runner-ups are, number three, The Beta Test. Mm. It yeah, was, that that might have been my top five. It was fun. Enjoyable. It was funny. Uh, it spoke to me as a salesperson because I have to act like that all day long, but I'm not nearly as funny as him. So, yeah, it was fun. Um, my number two runner-up was The Sadness by Rob Jabaz. Only made runner-up. It only made runner-up. That's Rob right. Rob would be so sad. Because it's the whole package, including we got to interview Rob Jabaz. So That's right. That in itself makes, One of the makes it a mondo. The but for me. The Sadness was, as Murray had said, it was gooey, it was gory, and it was a whole lot of horror fun. Number one runner-up. 
last film show did so not make my top five. It was so good. It was so, so good. Which, you know, apparently India is making some good films. Oh, man, are they making good films. They are. And isn't that funny how India beat out China in the uh, yeah. movies about films? Yeah. Or films about films. Is it Should it be movies about films or films about films? Films about film. <laughs> movies about films. <laughs> films Venom, about Venom is a movie. <laughs> Drive My Car is a film. There we go. Oh, there we go. All right, my number five was Hit the Road. I love that movie. The Iranian film. It was so good. It was so, so good. And, you know, what's interesting about that film, for people who are listening, if you haven't listened to our episode about it, is the fact it touches on so many things. Like, Iranian films, to me, are another one of those ones that they really get family dynamics in film. And it really comes across well in almost every single one of the Iranian films we get to see here. So if you get a chance, if you love family and controversy from Iran, see Hit the Road. My number four, official competition. Antonio Banderas. Antonio Banderas. Penelope Cruz. Penelope Cruz's big hair. This movie was funny and so well written. Smart, 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 smart writing. How did they fit all that hair into the frame? I do not know. It's a wide-angle lens, baby. That hair. And you know what? I don't think she gets her due. She is funny as fuck she is. And she, you know, when you see... And you know what? I think you kind of really nailed it when we talked about this originally. Is that her and him in particular, they, when they're speaking in their own native language, it's like, it's easier for them. They're not having to, as you say about people who have to pretend they speak another language when they can't, is they really get to focus on the acting and not how to their voice sounds. They just speak. What a, what a concept. Um, my number three was Titan because I've been fascinated with cars. Well, actually I hate cars. Cars are the worst, but I love the fact that someone is sexually attracted to cars. Cause that's kind of cool. Um, and then I also love female serial killers cause they like to literally kick ass and punch dicks. Sometimes cut them off. And sometimes cut them off, which is fun. Number two, which if you remember Bryce's comment earlier, uh, is by the only person that really matters, which is me, number two is drive my car. (laughs) (laughs) So apparently we both had that as our number two. It was so good. It was so good. The uh, It it was so close to being number one and then... But and then, then I'm like, and then you're like, let's. I'm gonna pick the worst movie of the festival oh, and put that as number one. number one. Memoria he was. He wouldn't so be. Awesome. He wouldn't be so controversial if he didn't pick the worst movie to be his best That's movie. That's right. It was not. Anyways, it's your time. But Memoria was awesome. It was to completely Please, terrible. people, go watch Memoria and then tell me how right I was. Or okay, I would love for people who are listening to actually, if they've seen Memoria, to get back to us. Who's right and who's wrong? There's two of us that hated it and one that liked it. No, not liked it. Majority. Rules. Oh, sorry. He thought it was the best, film. <laughs> best film of the festival there you and go. perhaps of the year. Nice. And my stay tuned at the end of the year to find my, out if it actually. My is. favorite film, as Bryce had had very well predicted, was Flea. Yeah. Because uh, as much as I was emotionally tied to a lot of these character-driven films, and for those of you who listen to us, character in a film to me is the number one thing, and that film had had me so 
attached to those characters and the one in particular and their journey that I just, uh, I was emotional wreck after seeing it. I literally cried for about an hour afterwards. So, and when I start to think about it too much, I'll start crying again. So if you want to see an amazing animated doc produced by the future God of film, Riz Ahmed, then see Flea because it's coming out. Cool. And that's, right, that's yep. the breakdown people. Oh, sweet rage. I mean, I know I could probably rage about superhero movies, but we've done that enough times. You know what I'm going to rage about? The fact that we can't do this professionally, see festival films. Imagine if we could travel around the world, going to every festival, bringing our podcast stuff, and just podcasting every festival. That's my dream in life. To like just pack up the old podcasting machine. Yeah. Travel to festivals. Yeah. Watch movies. Yeah. Talk about movies. Get rid of all of the people in our lives that are anchors holding us down. <laughs> I think we have to ask our good friend Brenda how to do that because they seem to be able to do that. Yeah, but she, yeah, 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 she works for festivals though, but. Yeah, yeah, but that, we that, we work for our podcast. We just oh, yeah. don't make you, any money out of it. You can do a yet. podcast while you're in there. But, yeah, but yeah. we have to pay with our own money. Oh well. Apparently, we need to get we need to get more sponsors. So win, win people is, remember, is you can you can join our membership. <laughs> Got to win that lotto, Max. <laughs> or one of us has to win the lottery. Wouldn't that be great? That's my rage this week. I want to be a professional film reviewer, not just love it as much as I do. All right, mm. that's my rage. I hate my life. <laughs> I love to see Bruce's simmering rage building slowly. Yeah, I don't care. I'm just going to rage about the same thing as I always do because I just hate CGI. It's stupid. Get rid of it. I just... I, if you're going to have it, just... Have a little dollop of it here and there to enhance whatever you're doing. But just like Rob Jabaz does. To just right. to just rely on the, your whole movie, your whole climax of your movie to be nothing but a CGI festival where everything is melded together and I don't even know what I'm watching. And, and why is everything so noisy? I don't like noise. No more noise. Your old ears can't Apparently, take it. Venom doesn't like noise either. You kids. Exactly. You kids get out of my backyard. Get so, out of that jello tree. Oh, yeah. I do it to find it was highly ironic that, um, what's his name? Cat, the bad, the serial killer guy. His girl, like he, in this carnage thing inhabits his body. He's a symbiote who hates noise. It's kind of cool. The guy's girlfriend. That's her thing. She's the shrieker or the screamer or whatever the hell her character is. Yep. Her whole power is screaming. Nice. And she's like getting married to a guy who hates noise. Exactly. That to me was just. There you go. The it was ironic. Murray's taking over my rage. I love oh, I'm it. Disagreeing with you. There we go. <laughs> Anyways, that's enough. Let's move All on. Right. Rage subsiding. Pulse slowing. Anger fading. 
Hello, potential listeners. My name is Vern, and I'm the host of the Cinema Recall Podcast. On most shows, myself, along with some great guests, we will talk about a movie and then some of the most iconic moments that happened in said movie. On top of that, you'll get bonus shows where I will give you short reviews about new and classic movies, or I'll just rant and rave about something going on in the entertainment industry. So come check us out. We're available on Anchor, Spotify, Stitcher Radio, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, most other places. Don't forget to follow us on social media. On Twitter, we are at Cinema underscore Recall. And then on Facebook, Instagram, we are Cinema Recall Podcast. Uh, don't forget to email us your ad spots to play on future episodes. That email is cinemarecall at gmail.com. Hope to see you around, and thank you very much for listening. I feel groovy now. Oh, let's slow things down, Mur. It's been a, a whirlwind right. of math today. Well, I got a fun one for you today. Woo! Is it a Bernie? Is it all about Bernie? Close. And his cummerbund? No. Bad movie lines. Oh, for this is every fun. you're gonna need a bigger boat. They're here. You had me at hello, or I'll be back. Is a long list of equally bad lines. What? We can't erase from our memories no matter uh, how all, much we try. Are they Uwe Boll lines? Is no, he's not on here. <laughs> Damn it. These are ones that people are very familiar with. Starting with Halle Berry from X-Men. When she's uh, about to fry that toad guy. You know what happens to a toad when it's struck by lightning? Same thing that happens to everything else. Thanks, Captain Obvious. Yes, that was that, that was terrible. It's a great line. Then it's we the got worst. Michael Keaton in Jack Frost. Oh, oh yeah, it's not his line. He's cast as a, he basically he dies and is reincarnated as a snowman. I know. In a holiday film, yeah. Acknowledging his father's return, his on-screen son utters the punny line, "Snow Dad is better than No Dad." Ah, that's fantastic. That so warms cute. the cockles of my heart. You don't have cockles. It's, it's, it like gets right down to the sub cockles. In fact, they actually say you're cockleless. <laughs> Whatever. That's another great line. Are these the? Are, are you confused? Are these the oh, best no. lines no, ever? These are just funny as hell. I'm on Team Murray here. Next up, we got Josh Hartnett from oh. Pearl Harbor. <laughs> well, that okay, movie is. Wow. <laughs> you ain't gonna find this one good. Okay, when let's the, hear it. When the attack actually occurs, his character helps us understand the whole situation. <laughs> By saying, I think World War II just started. <laughs> oh, thanks, thanks, Captain Obvious. Okay, that one's that one's. Then not we good. Have, next up we have Bryce's favorite vampire film. Oh, I hate vampire. Robert films. Pattinson. Oh, except in for the Twilight. Twilight. Yeah, the Twilight movies are great. Has plenty of cringeworthy moments, but the worst has to be the scene yeah. where Robert Pattinson's Edward gives Kristen Stewart's Bella a piggyback ride. What are you talking about? As That's, he climbs to the trees, he says. Yeah. You better hold on tight, spider monkey. Uh, that's a fantastic. I love that line. Oh, uh, that's. Tell just, me you didn't just, watch that movie. Him to utter that line, and you didn't at least the the corners of your mouth didn't curl up a they, little. They bit. curled up a bit because I threw up in my mouth. Actually, when that line came on. And we have Ronnie Cox in Total Recall, okay. one of my favorite bad guys from the eighties. Uh, he plays a badass villain, but it almost ruins it with the line. Who gives a shit what you believe? In 30 seconds, you'll be dead, and I'll blow this place up and be home in time for cornflakes. Who eats cornflakes after you blow shit up? 
That's like the worst thing to eat. Brownie Ronnie Cox does. Hmm. Hmm. I don't know about that line. And we have it's our favorite terrible. action hero, yeah. Steven Seagal. Oh, right, yeah. Well, this will be bad. Hard to kill. He is hard to kill. After seeing a commercial featuring his nemesis, uh, their campaign slogan, which is, you can take that to the bank, he says, I'm going to take you to the bank, Senator Trent, to the blood bank. <laughs> oh, that is so good. Steven Seagal. I thought that there it was going to be a bad line, <laughs> but was. that one's awesome. He could have said, I'll do a withdrawal from the blood bank. Hey, hey. That would have been a better line. Yeah, it been a, they're both good. <laughs> uh, next up, Ali McGraw from Love Story. This is actually like the original love one story? of the most dramatic films ever. Like the original love yeah, story. The original. Okay. Clearly, the screenwriters have never been married. Her okay. quote is, love means never having to say you're sorry. Uh, most couple counselors would probably beg to differ on that one. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I try not to say sorry to my wife. Mm. Then she's and, expecting it. And we have a nice juicy yeah. one here for you Jim now. can't set a precedent. This is uh, Jim's boy, Nicholas Cage. Nicky baby. Face off. Nice. Okay. They're, they're... Strangest part of this already bizarre film comes when Cage's character asks, if I were to let you suck my tongue, would you be grateful? Mm. The answer is yes, Nick. I it's would. It's creepy. It's hashtag not a, it's not a bad one. Hashtag Nick Cage Hall Pass. We'll let Jim's favorite actress have the last word. Julia Roberts in Notting Hill. <laughs> <laughs> Notting Hill was great. She <laughs> says to Hugh Grant's character, yep. and don't forget, I'm also just a girl standing in, in front, front of a boy asking him to love her. That's fantastic. <laughs> That's what my... I started tearing up when that uh, one. It's so good. Uh, All right. <laughs> uh, uh, you're welcome. <laughs> fuck me sideways. Okay, well. I don't know what you guys are talking about. Most of those were great. Uh, that right. wasn't even like the top, the bottom of the barrel. That was just. What's like that word again that explains someone who's mentally ill? Oh, yeah. We're not supposed to repeat it. And yes. Yeah. You're the R Polit- word. Politically incorrect. <laughs> okay, so we had to see Spider-Man again from our boy Sam Raimi. That's right. And we got a mesmerized off here, people. This is the dumbest. I'm going to go on the record. It's the dumbest mesmerized off. You can't compare any of these characters. A lot That's of them right. weren't on screen together. That's right. It was stupid. Yep. And I don't know why we're doing it with this because, particular movie. Well, who knows? We might all agree, and then we'll have some people gone. Yeah, but de- is it deservingly so? Uh, maybe. Mm. Okay, get your pens ready. Yeah, my pen works too. All right. Mine doesn't. The person in this film who was the most mesmerized between J.K. Simmons, Bruce Campbell, and Willem Dafoe. Dum dum dum. They all stunk, by the way. That's true. I but the most mesmerizing. We should have removed them all. J.K. Simmons. Bruce Campbell. <laughs> and Will Defoe. Who <laughs> was only this the bad is a, guy. This is, but he was terrible in it. Everybody was terrible. It was the... It. You know what? Okay, here's what I think. You know what? I don't. Okay, I'm actually... Because we're having a tough time removing people from the list, I think if we have a mesmerize off and all three are not really mesmerizing... We should fucking remove them from the list. Nah, I can't do it. Take them off. They no. were all terrible. What I what I what I will do though is uh, you're I'm, gonna give I'm us gonna, something I'm that's better. Give, I'm gonna give you one. 
that has two people in it. One of them's got to go. We got to agree when there's two. It just it just has to happen. Okay. Not necessarily. It's got it's true. to it's, happen. It does. Well, why don't, why don't we just do majority then instead of all unanimous? Because that's not how. That's we do not things. how it works, Mur. It's not how you you get off. It's not yeah, how you I, get on. I didn't put half of them on to begin. What? Wow, that's just pretty sexual. That's pretty. That's pretty sexual. <laughs> I'm gonna get off. Uh, who's getting Somebody. off on what? Huh? Uh, yeah. Okay, let's bring it. Okay, what are we seeing next week? Are you ready for this? Yes, we are. The movie is called. Yes. And it, it, it is a fair mesmerized off because they're both in it. Quite, one's in it a little more, but they are the two lead actors. So it's not one of these deals where one of them is in it for like Five 25 minutes. seconds and the rest of them are the whole movie. Yep. That so was this awesome one, 25 seconds. This one is a fair fight. All right. All right. The gloves are off. The movie's called Nick of Time. It's from 1995. Oh! Oh. It's directed by John Badham. Yes. It's written by Patrick Sheen Duncan. Yeah. And it stars two people that are on our mesmerized list. Isn't that Johnny Depp? Johnny Depp and Mr. Christopher Walken. Yes. This is a fair fight. They're both in it from pretty much beginning to end. Yeah, Johnny Depp's in it a little more, but this is completely fair. This is a mesmerized off. To rule all mesmerize off. All right. So Nick of Time. Yes, I remember this fondly. I don't, I'm sure. All right. We're going to be seeing Nick of Time. I'm kind of interested to see what I remember. Hmm. I'm kind of excited. Yeah. Honestly, I haven't seen it since 1995. Yeah, I saw it when it came out. I literally saw it in the theaters. And then I never saw it again. So it was probably a meh. It, it's probably going to be meh. I remember. My, my memory takes me back to going, yeah, I kind of liked it. But yeah, I don't think I was. You didn't go. Well, we I don't, don't remember it. Yeah, so I wasn't blown away It's got to be a meh. It's got to be. Uh, but yeah, I, think, uh, I okay. think this is a, as I say, this is a fair mesmerized off. I like I it. Some of them we've done aren't necessarily. It's true. And that's why no one left. So here we go. Well, stay tuned, people. One of these guys may be gone. One of them. Christopher Walken versus Johnny Depp. Bring the heat. I'm walking here. He's walking there. (laughs) All right. You know, we haven't had enough this episode. What's that? We haven't had enough rage. Let's get to the juice. I don't know that you're going to get a whole lot of rage here, Jim. I would be very surprised. Add nothing else? Okay. No, we've had had enough. Okie doke. Last week on Rage or Dare, maybe two weeks ago, I don't remember. Uh, (laughs) Bryce pulled from Jim's glass slipper of horror, the 2004 film, The Cinderella Story. This week, Jim is back in the hot seat as he will get to choose to rage or dare. Let's check in with Bryce and see if this film was a prince of a tale or did Cinderella's story take him on a pumpkin-made carriage ride filled with rage? It wasn't that bad! So a Cinderella story starring Miss Hilary Duff and uh, some pretty boy that I don't remember his name and uh, Stifler's mom and uh, had some annoying characters in it. Yeah, but you know, at the end of the day, you got some Hillary Duff. You got you got a soundtrack that not only had Hillary Duff in it, but her sister as well, whose name whose name just eludes me. Other sister Duff? Haley. That's it, Haley Duff. Duff is the stuff. So uh, yeah, I didn't 
I'm, I mean, don't get me wrong. It was a rage. Okay, thank God. <laughs> I'm like, what is wrong with you? I'm like, was this the 13-year-old Bryce that watched this? Sorry, the 13-year-old girl version of Bryce that watched this? But, you know, to a certain extent, it was tried to be clever. Didn't succeed, but it tried. <laughs> What's but, with you and trying all of a sudden? It's like, you know what? I appreciate the effort sometimes, Jim. <laughs> God. The effort means nothing if they can't deliver. And I'm a, fr- I don't know. Okay, why, so here's a question is. for as you. An, as an actress, there's just something very likable about Hillary. She's Dock. very likable. She, she is. Yeah. So, I think yeah, I kind of like she's her. She's like a Disney star, so trippy. So liked her. you know, she was, and in this, she was likable again. The script was bad. The acting was pretty putrid. I mean, her sisters were just awful. Uh, Jennifer Coolidge is just. She's just Stifler's mom. Yeah, I will give you that one. Stifler's mom has got it going on. It's tough to watch her sometimes, and in this in this time this time it was really tough to watch her. Regina King was in it though, and she was quite good. Regina King's good in everything. And uh, what's his head was in it too. Oh, good old what's his head. Yeah, I liked him. His Um, nuts. But yeah, at the end of the day, this this was a rage. But you know what? It wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. I was looking forward to like really going off on a movie since I haven't done that in a while. Well, I can't because it had Duff in it. It had the Duff. I, I like her. The Duff's got the stuff. She's got something. She does. She's so got why, a pizzazz. Why isn't she like acting anymore? She's like know. focused on her music career. Maybe or? I, don't I don't know. Think she's done either one. To be honest. So I don't what's know. what's going on with her? What's what's what, why is done. Hollywood like blacklisted Hillary? I Duff? don't know. This There's is something guys, I don't know this about. This is the mystery. Guys, she's not cute anymore. Oh, great mystery of life! At last, mm. I found you. I see. It is kind of the Anyways, mystery. Movie was crap, but it wasn't like super duper crap. It, it wasn't. It wasn't painfully crap. Well, let's just put it this way: I was kind of tired. I, I watched it at like five thirty in the morning. I didn't fall asleep. So. Yeah, but a, a bubbling rage kind of does allow you to stay awake a little longer. There was no bubbling rage. It was just it was a little bit. Obviously, it was a rage, it, it, but it wasn't. You know, it was. It was what it was. Gotcha. All right, well. I think you can do better, Jim, is what I'm kind of getting at. Well, that's probably the weakest one in the bag. Just be thankful. Uh, it's still a rage. Yeah. Oh, it's a rage. It made but, it, it hit its point. But it wasn't a hideous rage, which is what, I, which is what I'm looking for. So I think I get to choose to rage or dare Oh, do I week. get to finally take a week off? Because I've been doing it every week for like the last apparently 26 or 30. Apparently you're an idiot. Every week I ask, and so, he can't how count. can it be my turn again, Jim? And you're like, well, it is. I'm like, well, I did it like every you week for the last You just have a limited weeks. memory. You have a limited it's memory. Because you have so much rage. What That's right. Ever. Yeah, you I, should I really do it. You know what? Okay, I think so we should change serious. the podcast. I can do it every week. I finally get to take a week do off. Do I need to keep reminding you, of you? You can look at our website and see whose turn it is. Whatever. And it's mine. I don't know if I want to rage or dare today. Hmm. They're both good. Bryce has got... Is this, is this your bag? No, that's Bryce's. That's oh, my bag. Where's Murray? Oh, Murray's... You know what? I'm going to take my chances in the dare bag. The dare bag. It's usually terrible to me, and we're just going to see if this continues to hold up. I love the movies in the dare bag for the most part. I'm, they got a pretty I good normally, bat and average. Were, I normally do not get very good out of it. You were complaining pretty bad about them before. I was complaining because they weren't bad enough. Them all. Okay, apparently you didn't pick this one. All right, what is it? Son of the Mask. Oh, that's oh, not God. That's, that's not a good it's, movie. Uh, Jamie, what's his name, right? Yeah, it's going to be awful. But not even... Jim Carrey, the other guy. Oh, it's Jamie Kennedy. Jamie Kennedy, yeah. Yeah. Wait a minute. Did this go straight to video? Or no, did this? Oh, it, it I got think released. It in theaters. Yeah. Oh my yeah. Jesus! I know it was in theaters. So my good God. 
Yeah, I am not looking forward to this Son one of aorta. The mask. It's the fact that there's kids in it. Let's hope I can't find this, kids? people. Let's all hope that Jim cannot find this film, mm, and I won't have that. to see it. Let's not hope that. Well, next week you're going to get to hear me talk about apparently Son of the Mask, a funny movie. I don't know what's this classified as. It's supposed to be funny. Yeah. It's a comedy it's a family comedy. fantasy. Yeah. There you go. Whoa. It's from. It's, it's got Alan Cumming in it. He's great. Exactly. I'm pretty sure he's not the man. And though. Stephen Wright in it. Steve- and Cal Penn's in this. Okay. Kumar's in this. Kumar's in this. Alan Cumming. Yeah. Stephen Wright. Ben Stein is in this. Oh Jim. my God! This is a mondo. I, I can't wait to I see think this. All glossing over the main character who plays the mask. Who's that? that? The little kid. Jamie Kennedy. <laughs> Yeah, okay, this is going to be really bad. <laughs> but I'll get to see Ben Stein. So there's Any time you get to see Ben Stein is a yeah. good It's like chance. you won the lottery. It's kind of like right. winning the lottery. It is. I, I, it's like I got Ben Stein's win money. Win a million dollars? I want to win watch ben, ben Stein's Stein. money. Win a million dollars? Watch Ben Stein. I can't choose. I might right. choose I think I'll ben choose Stein. Stein. I yeah. go Stein ben every Stein's time. Ben Stein's money. Yeah. Every yeah. time. Every time. Wow. Okay. That was a lot of mad this episode. Ah, uh, thanks, Ragers, for listening. Some super rage love to our members, Julene from It Goes Down in the PM podcast. From James and Philip, thanks for your continued support, both financially and morally. Thanks to the extended film rage crew of Leonard Conlon, Beck Scoos, Tony, and Nat from their artistic contributions to our show. You can find their homes on our show notes in our podcast, so go check them out. They're awesome people. Thanks to our sponsor, Spanion. Thanks to our sponsor, Canyon Meadows Cinema. Please go and support your local independent cinema near you as they desperately need your help as we come out of these COVID things. Find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram at FilmRageYYC. Follow us on Idea, which is A-U-D-E-A dot I-O. And search FilmRage for bite-sized film reviews. Check out everything FilmRage at FilmRageYYC.com, including our merch site, which is going to be going on sale pretty shortly. We are always wanting to make this a raging blast for our listeners, so please comment, like, and subscribe, and send us emails to filmragecalgary at gmail.com. Dares to see terrible movies to fuel our rage, but no matter what you do, please make us rage. Please. Please. That's it for this week. Rage on. Rage on.